0: Thank you for understanding. Uh, we're trying to comply with social distancing. We're trying to do everything that we can, right? Uh, but I'm just going to say this. It feels really good to not preach to an empty building tonight. Amen. So I'm thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you showed up. And I believe that God is speaking to us. And I believe he's going to do something great in this place tonight. Amen. 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 Why don't you just shout at your neighbor? You can, you, you can keep your mask on. Just shout at your neighbor and say, man, I'm glad to see you tonight. Man, it's so good to see you, to see all of you. Amen. 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 It's good to see you, Levi. I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad to see you. Isaac, I'm glad to see you tonight. Yeah. Amen. Good to see you guys. Pastor and Sister Cooper, it's good to see you guys. Amen. Amen. Good to see the Marshals again. Amen. Alex and DeMont, Alexis and DeMont, it's so good. Albert, Sister, Sister Lynn, Amen. Lisa and the Abbots are here. Amen. So good to see them, the Bonds. And Sister Geta, it's good to see you, Sister Geta. Amen. Sister Rebecca. Ben and Joe and John Wayne, Cassian and, and Ben, it's good to see you guys too, but really the kids, we're just glad to see them. Amen. I'm so thankful to be here, to be with all of you. I'm going to let you be seated. For the last few weeks, we have been uh, online mostly just talking about the shift that is taking place in the body of Christ. Tyresha, I didn't forget about you. It's good to see you too. Man. We are talking about and have been talking about the shift taking place in the body of Christ, because everything that has happened in our uh, world recently as a church, we need to be ready to make the shift, and we need to be ready for the greatest revival. I believe this, the greatest revival that the world has ever seen. Amen. There's, There's so much going on, but we need to be positioning ourselves. We need to be ready for the shift that is taking place in our world, and there's a lot of noise right now. Uh, Not sure who to believe. We're we're uncertain uh, of who to listen to when it comes to our health and our well-being. We've lost some some great people during this time that seem strong and healthy and full of life. And then others that get this horrible virus who had pre-existing conditions and things were not looking good for them. Miraculously, they recover and they continue to be with us. We're uncertain who to trust about corona and what the numbers actually are and what they are not. We Personally, we have witnessed, and, and some of you in here have witnessed cases where people who passed from this life after having been tested for COVID-19, they were found negative and they died too due to their heart malfunctioning, but the care facilities called it COVID death to obtain more financing. So we're, we're really not sure who we can rely upon for accuracy. Even one of the most Prominent people for the past three months, Dr. Fauci seems to have several contradictions on his record. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Corona will not be that big of a deal now. It might be here for months and months. There are just so many uncertainties, and even the experts are not certain about what to expect. The models are more wrong than they are right, and we're uncertain. We're uncertain who's giving us the best advice about reopening the church and, and and social distancing and whether it's best to stay away from corona altogether or to be somewhat exposed so that we can build up antibodies for it. We're uncertain if the economy is going to bounce back and if people will be able to actually even make it financially. Not sure if we aren't going to have some other outbreak of corona, the second wave, or another virus, or murder hornets, who knows what's next. There's so much we're not sure of. We're uncertain. If the political parties that be are going to get us where we need to be, we're not sure who's right, who's wrong. So many issues to consider. And we're so uncertain about where we are because we've never been any place like this before. We're uncertain if the proposals that are coming out are going to usher in the mark of the beast protocols for the Antichrist, like biometric tattoos, neural links, or embedded chips through mandatory vaccinations. We we don't, we just don't know. We're uncertain if we should stay in the house and hope it all goes away, or step out into a different world and make a difference in those around us. We're uncertain how children and families are going to adjust to the new normal of school and home life, and distance working and telemedicine and on and on and on. So much has changed just in the past three months. It's, it almost doesn't even seem possible. It's like we're living in an alternate reality. So much uncertainty. But here's the thing. I didn't tell you that to depress you. Here's the thing. We're not just like everyone else. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going through uncertainty. We're not just like everybody else, right? I know you may have gotten up this morning and you weren't sure about some things just like everybody else. And yes, in some ways, and if I hear it one more time, I think I'm going to scream. We're all in this together. We're not all at the same level, but we're all in this together. But. We're not like everybody else because we have hope. We are not without hope. We have a certain word in an uncertain world. Amen. And I want to preach to you just for the next few moments on that subject, a certain word in an uncertain world. If you have your Bibles, if you would like to, you can stand. I won't keep you standing long. We're going to read one verse of Scripture, John chapter 1 and verse number 14. Amen so good to hear people responding as I preach. Man, I just can't tell you. Usually, I'm having to listen to myself and respond to my own self-preaching. I'm like, that's good preaching, you know, way to go. But tonight, amen, you get to respond, and you're not just clicking like and love buttons. Amen, it's so good uh, to hear your voices tonight. Amen. John 1.14, and the word, somebody say the word. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Lord Jesus, help me to do a good job in a short amount of time because you know because of this crisis, everybody's attention spans have diminished. So God, help me to keep them on task and on target and on point here tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody that loves the Lord, shout amen. 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 You can be seated. The word, the scripture says, the word was made flesh The Word of God is much more than mere communication through language. The Word is personal. The Word is interactive, and the Word is alive. Amen? We not only have the Bible or the Word of God, but we have the Word made flesh that now lives in us by the Holy Ghost. Amen? We're not just like everybody else because we have a certain Word in an uncertain world. Amen? I was reading my, my, some of my scriptures the other day, and in reference to the end times, I noticed that Daniel says in Daniel 11:32, 32, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. He's talking about end times here, and he says, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Amen. In our day right now, we have so much uncertainty. We have so much information, but not all information is truth. Okay, Let's, let, let me just break it down a little bit. Daniel 12 and verse 4. He, he tells Daniel, shut up the word, seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. That's the time we live in now. You can get everything right at your fingertips. It's right there. You can find, you know what, if you're looking for something, you'll be able to find it if you just search just a little bit now. And I know that media is messing with your mind right now, but you need to know our God like never before. We've got a certain word. I I realize people are running to and fro, and the information is increased, and people think they've got all the answers and models and projections, but I can tell you one thing is for certain. Amen. We've got a certain word. We've got Jesus Christ. Amen. The word made flesh. And we know. Amen. We know. That he lives within us if we have received his spirit. Because Ephesians 1.13 says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. My family's sitting right here in front, because if I spit on anybody, I spit on them. Amen. Sorry, guys. Don't mean to. Ashton's down there like, yeah, dad, say it, don't spray it. But the psalmist uh, says in Psalm 56 in verse 4, In God I will praise His word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Or Corona. Come on, somebody. Amen. I will not fear. I will not be afraid. I'm not saying don't be sensible and exercise wisdom. I'm just saying I won't be afraid. I will not fear. I have a certain word. Amen. If you read through Jeremiah chapter 7. You'll discover God talking to Israel about listening to bad advice, to uncertain and deceptive words. And this also applies to the church because we're spiritual Israel. He challenges them. Read, read chapter 7 of Jeremiah this week. See if it doesn't just kind of convict you a little bit. But this is one thing I want to highlight. This is what he, he challenges them in Jeremiah 7, 8. He said, behold, you are trusting in deceptive words to no avail. You're listening to the media You're listening to the models and the projections, and you're listening to this expert and that expert and some people who aren't even experts, but they have an opinion. Do you know what is worse than not having information, having misinformation, but believing it to be true and rearranging your life because of it spiritually, emotionally, and so on? Yeah, I know not having the information is bad, but some—I'm just going to be honest with you—you—you you, you don't realize—but there's a lot of propaganda going on. You need to sometimes tune out, Amen. All the propaganda. You need to turn off the media. You need to get into the Word. You need to have a have a little talk with Jesus, Amen. That's what's going to make everything all right. You might think I'm being political, but I'm not. If you miss Governor Bashir. It's not a big deal. If you miss out on your time with God, it is a big deal. If you miss out on your time with God, you're missing out on the certain word in your life. Amen. Ecclesiastes 8, verses 6 and 7 in the New American Standard Bible. For there is a proper time and procedure for every delight. Though a man's trouble is heavy upon him, if no one knows what will happen, who can tell him when it will happen? You think people know? You think people got it all figured out? Well, guess what? They're wrong every day. They're wrong every day. They make a projection and then guess what? By next week it's changed. We got numbers this week, next week they'll be different. We got we got statistics and projections and 2 days later they're they're they're, they're no, we just, you know, we had that wrong. We we're not really sure. They don't even say that. But but they they're they're coming out with stuff and it's so crazy and you look and say if nobody knows what will happen, who can tell him? Who can tell him? Who can tell him when it will happen? If you don't know what's going to happen, who can tell you when it will happen? Well, I can tell you something that's for sure. I can tell you something that's for certain, the Word of God. We have a certain Word, amen, in an uncertain world. That's why we've got to spend time with God. We've got to spend time with His Word. We've got to communicate with Him. Amen. We need to lock into a certain Word. Because there's so much uncertainty going on around us right now. But outside of God, everything is uncertain. Outside of God, everything is unsure. But within Him, amen, we have everything that we need. The Scripture says in Him we live and we move and we have our being. Everything that we need is bound up in the certain word. You've got a certain word in an uncertain world. Amen. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 28 to 31 in the New American Standard. Do do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. His understanding is unscrutable. Amen. He gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might, he increases power. That's what I need. Amen. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, get it. Yet though who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Come on somebody. You've got a certain word. You've got a certain word. Jesus Christ said, I'm going to give you the strength that you won't be weary. You're going to walk and not faint. I'm going to give you the power that you need. Because I don't get tired. I never wear out. Amen. Amen. And this is the shift that is taking place today. This is what's going on right now. The people that know their God are going to be strong and do exploits. The people that have been faking their relationship with God and just just attending church but not really having a relationship, they're not going to make it. They're going to fall off. I, I realize, and I'm not trying to call anybody out here. Uh, I know this is not being aired live, so I can just say whatever I want to say right now. But but there are some people, amen, that they couldn't wait for the doors to be opened again so we could get back together for church. And then there are some people that you watch, they're going to be months and months and months, and it's going to be, I'm just nervous about us getting back together. Can, can I just say it like I feel it right now? Amen. You've got to have a walk with God. You've got to have a relationship with the Creator, with the one who doesn't get weird with the one who never wears how, with the one, come on somebody, fear is not your friend. Fear is what's going to take you under. You've got to trust in the certain word. You've got to get a hold of the certain word and you've got to have a relationship with the word that was made flesh. Amen. Those who take hold of that certain word, this is the day. This is the time that Daniel was talking about. He said, look, you've got to be aware. There's going to be knowledge increasing. Everybody's going to be running to and fro, and nobody's going to be getting anywhere. Everyone is is so uncertain, and they're letting uncertainty cause them to do uh, things that are crazy, to, to do things that uncertain people do, to have panic, to have fear. Shortages of toilet paper. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, it's, it's absurd what we've seen in the past three months. And, and, I, and I don't know about you, but I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to be afraid. We've got a certain word. Can I just tell you this? I was at the store the other day in the evening, and they had toilet paper and paper towels, and they had some sanitization like, you know, uh, Cl- Clorox stuff. Guess what, folks? We're not running out of things. So quit hoarding it, right? Amen? So, so we need to understand, we're not thinking rationally when we're thinking with a fear lens on. We're not thinking rationally when we're, we're not uh, tuned in to God. And so let me tell you, there's a few things that we know. There's a few things that we know. We got a certain word. Because we have a certain word, this is what we know. Not just because the Bible tells me so. But because we have experienced the truth of these things in our lives. We know that God loves us. Jesus loves me. This I know. But it's not just because the Bible tells me so. Because here's the deal. I've experienced His love in my life over and over. When I didn't deserve it. When I wasn't worth it. Still, He loved me. I read the scripture and it says that while I was at my worst, he died for me. Amen. He forgave me and he forgives me and he loves me into becoming the best version of me that I can be when I start becoming more like him. The word made flesh. I know. I know he loves us. I know he loves me. Look at your neighbor and say, I know he loves you. I know he loves me. And we know that God is real. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to talk you out of it, but you know that God is real, and he is in control of everything. You say, well, you know, there's so many people talking so much. You know what? You need to tune out all the noise because no matter what happens today, tomorrow, or the next day, God has allowed it. He's not surprised. Levi, he is not surprised. Isaac, he is not surprised. God knows what's about to happen. God knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows what's going to happen the next day. He, he is not surprised by anything. Amen. And he can turn things around with just one word because the Scripture says that he has all authority. Jesus said, all power in heaven and earth have been given unto me. Come on, somebody. We've got a certain word, and Jesus can just speak the word. It doesn't matter what sickness is. It doesn't matter what disease is. Come on, somebody. We've got a certain word, and we know God is in control. Amen. We know that God is coming back very soon just like he said. There's nothing left to be fulfilled before Jesus returns. You say, "Well, you're just being a conspiracy theorist." You need to read your Bible. We know that no matter how things get bad that things would get here on this earth, this is not our eternal destination. Amen. The old song came into my mind as I was studying for this. I'm going to a city where there'll be no more night. I'm going to a city where Jesus is the light. The trumpet's going to sound and I'll be caught away. I'm going to a city someday. Amen. We know He's coming back. And we know that if we are ready, if we're filled with His Spirit, if we're baptized in His name, if we're living a holy life, we will meet Him when He returns. So no matter... What we face here, this is not the end. Amen. No matter, even if, and I'm just going to say this, even if COVID takes my life, that's not the end. I've got, I've got a much brighter future ahead of me. I've got a much better eternal destiny awaiting me. Why? Because I've got a certain word. I'm not like everybody else in this world. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be fearful. I've got a certain word. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. But having said that, let me just go a little further. We know that while we're here, he's still our Jehovah Rapha. He's still the Lord that heals. We know we serve a God that has power to heal every sickness and disease. We've witnessed, you've witnessed, I've witnessed his healing up close and personal many times. Many of us right even here in this sanctuary. Does God heal everybody just like we think that he will? know? but he can. And I don't have to understand it all. I just have to trust a certain word. I just have to trust that he knows, amen. He knows what's best. And I have to pray for the healing to be released, amen. But we know he does. We know he heals. We know he delivers because his word reminds us, pray for the sick and they shall recover. So I just stand on that certain word. I'm going to pray for the sick. Whether he heals or not, that's up to him. But I'm praying for the sick because his word, amen, is certain, And it will come to pass. I've seen it come to pass. We've we've laid hands on people and seen them healed. Not just here in this church, but all over the world. We've seen people come, amen, and be healed of their infirmities because we serve a God that's still our Jehovah Rapha. He knows the number of my days. He knows the end from the beginning. He even knows the numbers of hairs on my head. Why wouldn't I trust His word? He knows the numbers of the hairs of every one of us on our head. And if he knows all that, why would I listen to somebody that's not even sure what this virus is going to do in a week, rather than listen to him? I, w- I shouldn't listen to any uncertain words. I shouldn't allow uncertain words to fill me with fear and panic and anxiety. No, because I've got a certain word. Amen. We know that Jesus is our Jehovah-Jireh. We sing about it because he still provides Amen, I wish some of you could hear six-year-old Tyreisha sing it. I may not have everything I want, but he takes care of my needs. Amen, we've got a messed up system of equality right here in America. We live on much more than we actually need, but I'm here to tell you, you don't have to worry about the highs and the lows. The ups and the downs because by our faith and by our experience we know God is more than enough. He can supply every need. He is El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. He always looks out for me. He is my God. He is my provider. He knows where I am. He knows what I need. And I've got a certain word. I've got a certain word today. And I can take God at his word. I wish you'd tell your neighbor, say, I can take him at his word. And you can take him at his word. Amen. Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and we know they do, and do not return without watering the earth. They don't return up to heaven without watering the earth. When was the last time you saw rain going up, upside down? It doesn't. And do not return there without watering the earth and make it, bear and sprout, and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Stuff still grows. I've, I've seen it. It really does. Listen, this is what he says. So will my word be, which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. I want you to hear the word of God. He said, I'm going to send my word. And so my word is going to come. Amen. And it will not return to me empty. It will not return to me void. Amen. It will succeed. His word, the scripture tells us, it's forever settled. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word is a lamp for my feet. It's the light for my path. His word is from everlasting to everlasting. The word of God formed worlds. The flood of Noah's day was by the word of God. The world as we know it today is being held together. The scripture tells us by the word of God. And when the end of the world has come, God will destroy this world by his word. Yes. We're living in an uncertain world. I I can't even tell you what's going to happen in the next month or two. I can only guess. I can only wonder what's going to happen in our natural world. We're living in a time where sin and evil continue to increase. But look at what the psalmist said in Psalm 107 verse 17. Fools because of their rebellious way and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all kinds of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. This is good folks. He saved them out of their distress. Get the next part. He sent his word and healed them. I don't know if you saw it, but the the vice president asked for the country to be praying that God would heal our land. I don't understand it all, but God is able to heal. He can send his word and deliver them from all their destructions. And so the scripture ends, let let them give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness, for his wonders to the sons of men. Let them also have offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his works with joyful singing. That's why it's good when we come together. Amen. Because we're not just singing in the car. We're not just singing in the shower. Now we get to sing with others and we get to tell of his wonderful works. We get to sing and rejoice and we get to talk about how good God is. Amen. We've got a certain word. Look at your neighbor say, you've got a certain word. Matthew chapter 8, and I'm coming to a close. Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 10. There's a centurion that comes to Jesus. And we we read this story when Jesus was entered into Capernaum. There came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word of only, and my servant shall be healed. And he said, I'm sure Jesus kind of just looked at him and let him keep going because he says, for I am a man under authority and having soldiers under me. And I, I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. And so when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith no not in Israel I want you to get what's going on here this man comes to Jesus he's not an Israelite he really has no right to ask anything but he asked Jesus for healing for his servant and Jesus says I will come and he says no 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 no, no not, not like that he said I understand how this works I'm not really worthy for you to come into my house he said but if you'll just speak the word There are some people that they're waiting on Jesus to shake them. They're waiting on some people, uh, some people are waiting on Jesus to come and jump on their bed and wake them up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. No. This man says, hey, uh, if you'll just speak the word, I, I understand how authority works. I understand how this, this, this should go and, and you have control over everything. So he said, you don't even have to come in person. He said, you just have to speak a word. Why? Because of the authority in the word. I wonder if, if we could get a hold of this today. This, this, this guy from outside of Israel, he said, I don't even need you to come into my house. I just need you to speak the word. And here we have a word. We have a word. We, we have a word. Amen. This word, if, if I'm having trouble in my marriage, I've got a word. If, I, if I've got sickness in my body, I've got a word. If I've got financial struggle, I've got a word. If I've got an addiction, I've got a word. Come on, somebody. If I'm having trouble all around me and there's trouble all beside me, amen, I've got a word. And if you'll just speak the word. I know how this works, Jesus. I know how it works. All you have to do is speak a word. And then I've got a certain word. In my uncertainty, I've got a certain word. Would you stand with me? And fear is your faith in the enemy. I know you've heard that before, but fear is your faith in the enemy. And what you need to do if you've got fear that's running your life right now is you need to get a hold of that certain word. Amen. Amen. Just, Just one word from him. And you can take God at his word. The principles of God's word can come alive in your life. So I ask you today as we close, what stronghold needs to come down in your life right now? What is it that you're facing? What stronghold needs to come down? Because here's the deal. You can pull it down through prayer and you can pull it down through the word of God being activated in your life. You you can take his word and you can stand on it. You can take his word. We used to sing standing on the promises. Amen. And, and, and there were some people, I, I, I know there's a story of a, of a singer, and, and I won't go into the whole story, but there's one singer, a very famous singer that got very sick, and one day her husband came in and saw her, and, and she's standing on her Bible, and, and he said, why are you standing on the Bible? And he said, she said, I'm just standing on the promises of God's word. Amen. I want you to know that God is able to keep his word in your life. If he promises it, he will perform it. You just take God at his word. So I ask you today, what lie of the enemy have you believed for far too long? What lie has invaded your thinking and your mindset? It's a stronghold now. It needs to be pulled down. What is it that needs to come down in your life right now? What sickness needs to be healed? Is there a sickness in your body is there a sickness in your mind you know what so many people are dealing with mental health issues right now there's so many sick right now that are sick among us they're not just sick physically they're sick mentally they're sick emotionally they're dealing with all kinds of things but we have a certain word if you've got sickness in your marriage and, and things don't look good right now amen you can be healed you can things can be brought back together what miracle do you need right now if you need a miracle You can get a momentary victory right now, right here in this service. I'm not not trying to hype you up. We're going to have altar call. You're going to be able to come up here, uh, you know, as as, as much as you're comfortable. If you're not comfortable being too close to people, then, then stay where you are. Just come as close as you can. But if you need a miracle right now, you can have a momentary victory right here in this place. The burden that you came in can be lifted off of you. Let me go just a little bit further the sickness that you walked in here with can can be taken off of you that can happen right now and just 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 a moment it can happen it, it can be just just like that and that's momentary victory and I want you to have that victory before you leave but can I go just one step further in order for you to have lasting victory you've got to make up your mind Because you can walk out of here with victory. You can walk out of here with healing. You can walk out of here uh, knowing that things are better. And then tomorrow when you wake up, that fear slaps you right in the face. You get a letter. You get an email. You get a text. You get a call. and, And all of a sudden, you're dealing with all this all over again. And if you don't make up your mind before you leave this service, before Monday rolls around, you'll be full of fear and panic all over again. Or you can say, I'm going to make up my mind, I've got a certain word. I've got a certain word. I am not going to believe the lies of the enemy. I'm not going to believe, amen, the stuff that I'm hearing around me, the fear and the panic and the anxiety that's going on around me. I'm going to trust in a certain word. So I ask you today as as I open up this altar, what commitment do you need to make? What commitment do you need? If you haven't, uh, for those of you that are listening in the parking lot, for those of you that are, are, are checking us, us out online, for, for, just, for just a moment, if you haven't, you need to repent of your sins. You need to repent of your sins and turn to God. You need to allow God to come, amen, and speak to you right now in this moment and tell you the things that have been going on in your life. You can turn that over to him. And then you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So all your sins can be washed away. And he promises he will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. But what commitment do you need to make to him today? I can tell you this right now. If you don't make a commitment to hold on to that certain word, you will lose it. You will lose it. By Monday, it will be gone. You'll, you'll, you'll be okay as you leave here, but then something's going to happen. And, you know, because that's how the devil works. The scripture says that that the God of this world would would blind the minds of those who would believe. And I I know we're living in an age of of evil and darkness and, and things, misinformation and all this uncertainty. But we don't have to live like that because we have a certain word. Amen. With every head bowed, every eye closed, I just open up this altar right now. Amen. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while since you've been in the altar. But I wonder if there's some people that would make your way to an old-fashioned altar today and say, God, I need a certain word in my life. I need to hold on to your word in my life. God, I don't want to let this slip away. I don't want just a momentary victory, but God, I need your power. I need your word to come alive in my life right now. Come on, you can. If you're if you're comfortable, you can uh, just stretch your hand towards somebody and pray for them right now. Amen. Pray over somebody if they're close to you right now. Amen. God, right now we need your word. God, I don't want to let this slip. I don't want to let this opportunity go.